Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this to me. I knew it. <laughs> I just knew it. <laughs> I, 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 I was almost crying because I just knew. I just knew. I said somehow, some way, she's going to do that to me. Even though it's in the <laughs> Queen's English, she's going to do it. Hello, everybody. Halen <laughs> Patterson of the O'Kellen clan. And I met a Kellen of the clan at the Inferno, but that's another story that we'll say later on. But right now, we are speaking about the Midwest Muscle and P for P Real Talk. And this program is sponsored by P for P Muscle and sprinkled with a little bit of snickerdoodle. Anyway the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you are a drug-free athlete and are looking, spying, or maybe peeking around corners for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goes like what does right. <laughs> like a Mack truck through chocolate ice cream. Sprinkled with snickerdoodles, protein white, shake us out. At p4pmuscle.com, chocolate way for the wind, sprinkled with all kinds of sparkly snickerdoodle. And now, let us chit chat with the bandera. Hello, is I don't know if I should feel like I'm in the movie It when you say it like that, or right, or or <laughs> I've never even or, seen it, but I feel like I feel like that's what the clown would sound like around the corner, under the bed, in the dark. Hello, Devin. Don't you want it? Are you ready to die? <laughs> yeah, you're ready to die. Lord, that's what it would sound like. And I refuse. I refuse people to watch those kinds of movies. I refuse. My children love them. They make fun of me because I won't watch them, but I refuse. Done. I won't do it. Done with them. I won't do it. But you know what I won't refuse to do, Kaylin Patterson? Do you know what that is? What's that? I won't refuse to talk about the uh, Iowa Inferno Natural Bodybuilding Championships. I won't refuse to do that. How about you? I won't either. Yeah, I, I, I'd, uh, well, I can't talk about it too much. I'll let you do the talking, and I'll do uh, the agreeing. <laughs> well, you can you can talk about it all kinds because you were there. I was there. Yes. But you were on stage. I was not on stage. But well, it was, you, you were on the it red was carpet, a fun, really it was a fun show. I was on the red carpet. We've got some photos up. We've got some videos some. up. Um, stuff is still some. trickling in and out. Yeah, there's more to come. We've only got a couple that oh uh, we've got out so far. But uh, we still are waiting to get access to all of the footage. The footage. <laughs> the footage. But uh, when we get that, they will all be posted. So, so you know, we might as well just start with the elephant in the room. I already said that you were on stage, Kaylin Patterson. So why don't you talk to us about your experience? And by the way, if you haven't seen Kaylin's posing routine from the Inferno, you can find that on the Midwest Muscle Facebook page. 
You, you, you so uh, while Kalen, <laughs> while Kalen brings thing. us up to speed on his experience at the Inferno, you guys can uh, go to the Facebook page and check it out, Midwest Muscle. You might have to scroll down a little bit, but you will find it. So, Kalen, before it's a total spoiler alert, tell us, how did the show go for you? Um, it, it went really well. Um I, 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 I've been bumping in the Keegan and Morgan. They're the photographers and also the videographers and dealing with the red carpet. And they have made it so much fun. And they bring so much energy and provide, you know, such a great plat, uh, platform and foundation that I'm always excited because they come up with these concepts with these pictures and then they just let you run with everything else. And so that alone has me excited, you know, and, and, and it's already, it already feels <clears throat> like you're in a Hollywood kind of setup. And they really take good care of the, the competitors from all sides and facets. So I'm, I'm just blown away by how they get around and cover and do things. And then I got to see my buddy uh, Kevin as well. He's, he's a great photographer in his own right. And, yep, Kevin, you know, they just, yes, Kevin Toby, and there's so much going on in, in that, that, you know, when you get to stage, it's like a totally different feel because <clears throat> they make sure you definitely get warmed up with all these uh, pictures and posing. And I have to say, this is the most sore I've been in quite some time uh, after a show where, you know, even doing leg day on Sunday, felt like I was uh, going to faint. And that's even before I got to the stage. So, you know, when, uh, the, the the routine that you were talking about. This is the first time I've ever uh, been able to do a first year, first time show. As many times as I've been competing, it's always in shows that have already been established and that I learned about, and basically went to support them. And you know, I, I know Lindsay, and, and she's did this show, you know, it was a production out of Leaf's camp, but Lindsay was uh, the on-hand promoter. Uh, so she was basically the co-promoter, but we got to meet her uh, doing all kinds of things. I met her and helped judge with her at, uh, in prior shows. As you can also remember her from uh, last year uh, when we when we did the other show in Iowa. And Lindsay was one of the judges. Yep. So, so I, you know, I've known her for, for many years, and she's, an, you know, an outstanding individual. But for her to be taken on the reins of helping promote a show, I wanted to support her as best I could. So, you know, however I was able to do it, I was willing to do it. But I really wanted to compete at that show for two reasons. One, is the first year. Two, it was the first time I'd be able to get on stage in a new uh, class. So, which would be the Masters, well, I guess it'd be the Ultra Masters class now, is what we call it. And that was an exciting role in itself. And I, I just wanted to represent them. I wanted Leaf to, because of what he's doing this year, especially what he did at the, the Eau Claire show with uh, the women's bodybuilder. I mean, I, I just feel like there's so much that has to be done to recognize that kind of payout for women. You know, $8,000, that's, that's not. Uh, that's a very substantial amount, I should say. And just being a part of all that and, and being able to help promote the natural industry and 
you know, uh, at Des, I don't know if you know this, but Iowa's been very good to me as far as uh, the people in the audience and the people that attend those shows because they're quite familiar with you and I on both sides of the spectrum. One being the P4P Real Talk Midwest Muscle. The second is the one where we compete and they remember, you know, our physiques. And uh, I've been well remembered for my, my posing routine. So I always feel like I got to bring my best and then some to basically re- respect their efforts in coming out to watch us and also, you know, the, 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 the level that they, they want to see as far as a, a posing routine from a bodybuilder. Because that was one thing I did hear repeatedly is, you know, it's good to see a bodybuilder with a bodybuilding physique. You know, not the undersized um, men's. And this, these aren't my words, so please don't think I'm doing anything to bash the men's physique or the men's classic physique. But, you know, they, they expect to see some size out of the bodybuilders. It is, it's, at least as far as Iowa's uh, attendance, uh, people in attendance to the audience. And it's just nice to get that kind of uh, information so we can move forward as to why the, the bodybuilding capacity has diminished uh, like it has. And after all of that rambling and ranting, I I, uh, I, I went to the stepping off stage at the first place, so that, that was nice as well. That's Yes, indeed. So to elaborate a little bit, because Kaylin answered the question without really answering the question. He kind of did, but he took the, he took the long road there road. and didn't really tell us, yes. didn't really tell us about, about him in particular. So I'll, I'll try to fill in a couple of gaps. So um, Keegan Stewart and Morgan Cyan are the um, photography and video team for the Natty Revolution. And so we've seen their work for quite a few shows, um, the uh, Wisconsin Warrior and the Diva and some others. And uh, and Kaylin is definitely, was definitely the star of the red carpet. If you have not seen pictures floating around Facebook yet on several different pages, I you, you must not be, <laughs> must not be connected to the same people that we're connected to because he, I swear, he had to have been in everyone's pictures at some point. Yes, he, yes, I was. It, it was almost the Kalen Patterson red carpet. It wasn't even the Inferno red carpet. It was almost the Kalen Patterson red carpet, but it was a lot of fun. And it was a lot of fun being able to interview the athletes, including Kalen, on that red carpet. And so, like I said, some of those videos are up on our Facebook page. Um and more are to come. And, yes, it was fantastic to see Kevin Toby. Um, he's a photographer that both Kayla and I have known for quite a while, does a fantastic job. I mean, I think he is really one of the few that pioneered the essence of backstage shots. Um, you know, yes. you always have photographers that are at the shows, and you can buy your photos, but they're primarily of you on stage. Kevin Toby was one of the first photographers that I came into contact with that also um, grabbed those candid shots backstage and from the side of the stage behind the curtain, and it just brings just another element um, to your competition photos when you have images of all the different parts 
of the experience and not just you from the stage. And so have missed Kevin. He's relocated. So this is the first time in seeing in a long time, but it was good to see he and his wife and uh, just to know that he's doing a lot of great work out there. So, um, and yeah, Kaylin, Kaylin did a great job as always, had a great routine, a lot of folks there cheering him on. Um, yeah, I don't, who did your tan for this show, Kaylin? You have to ask Ivy Potter. <laughs> and of course, Ivy Potter hooked him up and took care of him. So he had a good tan going on, uh, to the stage. And so it, you can say something, go right ahead. Yeah, it's about the tan, uh, because, you know, Ivy Potter is always doing groundbreaking stuff, like you're saying, with Kevin and his photography. We're actually blessed to know some amazing, I mean, sound and amazing people. And the Lord has just put us in their way, and they have been spoiling us rotten. But Ivy Potter has done something with uh, my body type, because I sweat like nobody's business. And if you see the Bozeman routine, you can see that I am. But you'd be hard-pressed to see any uh, running lines until it got way into the posing routine. And that is something she's been doing with me to basically keep the, the tan from bleeding. You know, that's one of the things that Dad and I see a lot in, uh, in the posing and, and, and the competitors is that, you know, as the, the routines start to go further, as the posing mandatories go further and deeper into the uh, competition, the tan starts to run. And for me, it's almost expected because I sweat so badly. And she has found a way to slow down that process. And I, I, I'm telling you, at this show, I was sweating bullets. But you cannot really tell as bad as I used to do because the tan is holding better. And I was just amazed by that and, and how well she's been basically using my body type to help her perfect uh, a better tan uh, solution for for people that do sweat like me. And I hope there aren't many, but it seems that uh, I'm not alone in that. And there you have it. So just a lot of great, you know, if you listen to this show, you're, you're going to come across some names that you're going to want to um, make note of and uh, try to get to know these people. And, uh, it, and if you're a competitive, natural bodybuilder, then it, it would be to your benefit to, to pay attention. Because as Kaylin said, we have been blessed to be put in the paths of several very talented people and you know, they are out there to help each and every person that they come across at these uh, competitions. So do take note. And if you're ever looking for contact information for any of these folks, let us know when we have them on the podcast. We always try to uh, make that available. But if you, for some reason, don't have it, can't find it, let us know and we will put you in touch with those individuals like Ivy Potter and um, and go from there. Um the Inferno, you know, it was a last-minute show. It was a smaller show. It was a last-minute show, but the competition was quality, I will say that. And not to, not to sound like smaller shows can't have competition, but I don't want you guys to think, like, just because the numbers weren't there, that there weren't stellar athletes on the stage, because there were, and the judges really worked these athletes while they were out there, because it was really close in several classes. 
So it was uh, it was it was great to see some new faces, to see some faces that we've uh, seen before, and continue to watch them to improve. And uh, I happen to have the preliminary results um, from the show. Not all of them, mind right. you, because we're still waiting for the officials. But we've got the majority of them. And uh, we do want to touch on these tonight. And it's, you know, being that I was there, I should have all of them. But I was, uh, wasn't was able to watch all of the classes because You're I was out at. during interviews and Kaylin was doing the same. So what would you say, Kaylin? You were multitasking. I, I was multitasking, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we were trying to do. So anyway... Um, one of the, the the kickoff division of the show, and the first one that we'll start with, was the Angel Division. And I was excited to see that because you don't typically see um, a lot of folks in this class just yet. It's newer. Even though I feel like it's been around for a while, I, I feel like it's still trying to gain some momentum. And so um, yeah. the ladies are still figuring out, oh, that this is an opportunity and figuring out costumes and all of this because the Angel Division is kind of like the uh, – Victoria's Secret's angels, they come out in uh, wings or whatever their costume might be, and they compete in that class. And for being a smaller show, this was a pretty full class. And so I want to go ahead and announce the top three in the angel division. You can see some of those pictures on the um, Midwest Muscle Facebook page. And I know Leif Anderson has been um, putting out a steady stream of photos from the show as well. But it's just fun to see. I've got to figure out where they're getting their costumes made, if they're buying them online, if they know someone local. But I think that would be a fun division to compete in one of these days, um, maybe. But uh, anyway, our Angel Division, first place went to Christina Johnson, second place to Samantha Powers, and third place to Kenya Bowie. And I know that uh, Kenya, in particular, was an athlete that uh, head judge Mike Newman um, has been watching for a while and uh, made note several times that she continues to get better and better every time he sees her on the stage. So that is uh, that's exciting, and that and that is one of the things that I recall from other judges is that they do get excited to see competitors come back year after year to a given show, or if they're judging at you know multiple shows, and to see that competitor at the different competitions um, because they are able to see their progress and how well they're doing. And so I always enjoy that too, to see a competitor come back and be like, Oh my gosh, they are totally blowing their, their past performance away. And it really is a, a pretty cool thing. And so I guess I share that just to say, you know, sometimes athletes, they compete because it's just a bucket list thing, but if you stick with it, as Kaylin said, people are going to remember you. They're going to remember your face. They're going to remember, you know, your physique to a certain extent, enough to know that you've come back with a better package than what you had the previous year or show. Wouldn't you agree, Kaylin? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I really love how, you know, like we we always want a fan base, but I don't think we want to do enough to actually bring in the fans to where they appreciate the sport. And that, I'm kind of at a loss with that because we want the magazine covers, but we don't want the fandom that comes from building that brand, your own brand of learning to do it. I, I mean, like, 
Daz was running all over the place, and she could maneuver like she needs to because she's well-known in the industry. That's a must for what we have to do to grow the sport. Because if we're unknown, then how do we grow the sport if, if promoters and competitors don't really know it? Because we're not engaging and, and forth giving and, and giving out, you know, that those times when they can be people. You know, like they're competitors first, but when they come off stage, they get to be human again. And, and that's our time to basically walk them back to reality and have them relate and correlate to the audience and to the people in attendance. This is our way of giving back. There's going to be all kinds of ways of giving back, and there's plenty of people that are willing to step in and do that. At some point, it's going to be us. When I say us, the competitors, we have to be that quote-unquote somebody. Somebody needs to do this. Somebody needs to do that. We are that somebody at some point in our lives, and we need to start stepping up and doing that because there's so much going on. Des, you can attest to it because I don't know how your legs didn't basically get the hit training like I do in my kickboxing class, because it seemed like you were just constantly running front stage, backstage, side stage, photo shoot, backstage. I mean, it was just all over the place. And we got to find the competitors, and we got to get people lined up. And, uh, you know, I tried to help, but my goodness, it's just so much going on. It's a lot of work to make these shows, you know, look the way they do. And to have people that are constantly willing to be there and help and support, and, you know, even down to expediting, it's a wonderful thing, and I, I was—I just loved the atmosphere backstage, and I just loved how the calm set in without the, the hysterics, because you know that used to be a, a big thing, people suffering anxiety and everything else, because they just didn't have the right kind of people in the right kind of atmosphere. So I, I'm really excited about where it's going, and you know, even with smaller shows, we still have people that still care enough to make sure they still feel like a million dollars. So you know, at big shows. You know, yeah, you get a lot of people that can remember your name, but at smaller shows, you get a lot of people that still remember your name and remember how you treat them. So there is no big show. There is no small show. But there, there's, I guess, the amount of competitors that get out there. But from the promoter side, I love how everyone is treated like a million dollars. That's That's really special to me, and it's near and dear to my heart because I think that's what was missing in the beginning. And what kept uh, competitors from really speaking about the shows because it was such a bad experience that they really didn't want to remember it. Des? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And this, I mean, it, it this show was well run, and I believe the athletes had a good time. Um, the venue, it was a very nice venue, and it, it 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 was and it ran really smoothly. I mean, it was in out. Up, down, awards, boom, next, next, next. I mean, it was like butter. I mean, it really was. And so hats off to all the expediters, the judges, the athletes, and Lindsay and her team for, you know, just, just putting together a good um, a good effort. All right. So that was the angel division with all the feathers. Love it. I'm going to have to do that one day. I don't know. I might be 60 when I get it done, but I will still be up there in some feathers somewhere. All right, Women's Physique Open, top three. We had first place goes to Amber Henline. Um, her interview is up. Check it out, Midwest Muscle Facebook page. Second place went to Glenda Canty, and third place went to Lauren Correa, or Correa. I'm going to go with Correa. Um, and so I'm going to stop a minute here. 
as much as I'm gushing about this show, and it's, and it's really not a reflection on the show. This is just my personal opinion, and so it's probably going to come across as a little rant. But um, so this is Women's Physique Open, and Women's Figure Open was pretty much the same result, almost, almost. I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on here. So Women's Physique Lord, Open, first place, Amber Henline, I know. Second place, Glenda Canty. Third place, Lauren Correa. So that's Women's Physique Open. And, you know, this, these ladies were really so close together. I, you know, I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. I had who my top two were going to be, and those, those ladies ended up in the top two, but I wasn't sure who was going to end up first or second. So the judges really had their work cut out for them. Um, Women's Physique Masters 40 Plus, congratulations to Denise Kimnoff. And uh, her interview is up. Check it out, Midwest Muscle Facebook page. You can learn more about that. Um, no plugs. Intended. Were you going to say something, KP? <laughs> yeah, I was saying no plugs intended. <laughs> no plugs. <laughs> if you haven't guessed... <laughs> We're actually timely with this show, so go to Midwest Muscle Facebook page. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, bikini open. First place went to Lindsay Adams, and this is where it gets kind of foggy because I'm not sure what happened after that. I I wasn't in there, and I'm really sad because I always love to see the bikini girls, bikini ladies, I should call them, but uh, I – I don't know. I don't know who got second and third. So we're going to have to figure that out and get that back to you. Um, Bikini Masters 40 plus went to uh, Kenya Bowie. So congratulations to her. Men's Physique, Chris Lynch. His interview is not up, but it will be coming. All right. Figure open. This is kind of where, um, this is where my, my rant is going to come in. So figure open. Congratulations to Lindsay Adams. Second place went to Glenda Canty, and third place went to Lauren Correa. So here, here is where I run into difficulty, and this is not a reflection on any of the athletes because the athletes got up there, they did what they needed to do, and they won or were placed where they should have been placed for the most part. Um, but if you were paying attention, you will – Remember that the first place figure open winner was also the first place bikini open winner. And I just do not agree with that. I do not agree with that. Uh-huh. Um, because they're two totally different classes. And I feel like in looking at the bikini competitors, I was able to watch part of it. I wasn't able to watch all of the uh, results. I was able to watch the mandatories, but not the T-Walk and the results. Um, I felt like there was a very clear delineation between um, the individual who won and the other competitors that were on the stage. And uh, I feel like there was clearly bikini and then there was figure. Um, Lindsay Adams is a phenomenal athlete and competitor. This is not um, 
a knock on her in any way, shape, or form. But in looking at her physique, you know, her shoulders were much broader and more developed than the rest of bikini competitors, and she had lats. She had developed lats. She was a great figure competitor. In my opinion, it was clear that she was figure and not bikini. But Uh when you're judging one class at a time, you can only judge what's there. But I just, I have angst over that, Kaylin. I just have angst. I have angst. uh, When she was standing next to you, you know, to take a look at those biceps, because she was cut to death, even when she was pumping up, you could see that she had yeah. a, a great physique for figure. And I, I mean, it was really something to see. So yeah, I, I yeah. didn't have a chance to see the bikini as much as I wanted. And obviously, I need to see them more in depth. And uh, you know, even with the physique, I wanted to see the the front side pictures because I was only getting the sideline view. So you know, I, I really think um, that competitors should be more prone to not looking in the mirror when they're doing their poses, just have somebody take the picture so they can understand what their body feels like without the look. Uh, anything else, uh, you know, you could do. Because I, I really didn't see what was being shown on stage the way I think. I, I should have seen it, you know, from the angle the judges would have seen it and maybe I would have had a better view. But uh, I, I definitely got to agree with that, that there has to be some uh, – differentiation or, or what's the point in having these classes? It, it, it gets to the point where, you know, why have different groups? Let's just go back to bodybuilding and uh, and uh, men's bodybuilding, women's bodybuilding, and then we'll just basically make different classes from that. And I, I definitely know. would have been the man out in that judging panel had I been on it. I mean, the judges were in sync. I think the judges did a good job. Um, but in that particular instance, I would have gone a different route. And I know in speaking with my husband, who was also there and watching, he he was voting the same way that the judges were, and I was just I was just not on that page for bikini figure a hundred percent. I I my my picks were the same as the judges for figure bikini. It just wasn't there, and I'm not quite sure what that solution is. And I know that I've been in that in-between position before. I've had those comments from judges. Have you considered figure? If you're any leaner, you would be figure. Are you sure you're not figure? So I get it. I get it. But, um, you know, just the more experience I get with the sport and the more um, intimate I become with what is expected of a figure competitor and a bikini competitor, it just becomes more crystal clear to me um, in my mind what the difference is, is. And it seems to me it would be easier to pick out, but it's clearly not all the time. And, um, I, you know, I really, I guess a long way of saying, I really just wish uh, the, the shows would get rid of that crossover. You can cross over within a class, but outside of the different categories, I, I really wish that the crossover would go away. And that's my two cents, and I'll stop rambling about that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, shoot. I will stop. Okay. 
And that brings us to the sports model category, and uh, that went to Andy Jones, second place, Samantha Powers. And sports model is exactly what it sounds like. Um, The athletes come out in more sports clothing, and they give a dialogue on something sports and health-related on why it's important, and they share information about it. So it's an opportunity for them to not only be seen, but also be heard, and they're evaluated on their physique as well as their ability to communicate, present themselves, and to convey an idea. So congratulations to Andy Jones on winning in that category. And, you know, it was, it was one of those kind of surreal moments because Andy Jones and I actually competed together. Uh, she was on stage with me at the um, Southern States Classic when I did that show. Yeah, we so know that, that was kind of fun and we know how that ended up so it was kind of fun to see her again and see her doing so well and looking so great with champ is here (laughs) now i I gotta give props to my 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 pic because andy brings the package every time she gets on stage so anyone that uh is what i know all the iowans when they were talking, they just love her to death because, you know, she doesn't slack on any facet as far as a competitor with uh, the category she chooses to compete. And she is well alike. She's well remembered. So for uh, my co-host to uh, step out there and do her thing and uh, overall, champ, uh, yeah, let's just leave it at that. Great job. And uh, congratulations to Andy. Yeah. Yep, congratulations to Andy, and thank you, Kayla Patterson. And that's kind of the inferno in a sweet little nutshell, tied in a sweet little bow. I I really enjoyed myself. It was a good show. I was glad to be there. I was glad to be there with Mr. Kayla Patterson. And uh, because we have yet, this is the first show we've been together this year. Yes. And so yes. that's been kind of a different season for us, but uh, hopefully not the last. Well, I know there should be one coming up in August that we're both at, and that's the uh, OCB Skyview Classic. So uh, yep. I'm going to be emceeing that show. My other half, Cork Brothers, is going to be on the judging panel. Um, and, Caitlin, I don't know, are you going to be on the stage on that one, or are you just going to be there yes, to ma'am. support? I'm going to All be right. helping uh with the interviews and helping with the uh, competition side as well. Awesome. So it is going to be a Midwest Muscle Supported event, and it will be a pretty fantastic one. So talk to us a little bit about your next show coming up, Kaylin, the uh, North American. That's what, August 3rd? Yes. Uh, That's going to be the scenario and I, uh, Denario Moore, uh, he won at the North American, and we wanted to support the Chicago region with, you know, the children I've been working with, and this was a chance for uh, two men of color to step out there and also speak to the children about what's going on and get them to understand that it's not just an isolated thing with just me, you know, and being the only one that's doing something. So, you know, it, it's it's more and more and they're seeing that, you know, they don't have to keep taking these risks of gangs and drugs and everything else. 
and it's just something that we should be more apt to do with giving back. It shouldn't be just the competitive side. It should be everything side. You know, we, we, we are limiting ourselves because we're not thinking fully of how big we can be in the sport of life. We, we do a lot, and there's a lot of people that come from a lot. I mean, bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding has to be one of the most diverse group of people from all kinds of backgrounds, thinking, and understanding. So there's, there's so much that can happen to, to benefit the, the community, the area, and people's health and wellness and fitness. And fitness. So this is a chance for us to do that. And that was one of the things, reasons why this one was uh, picked out, because it's, it's in the Chicago region, and the children don't have to travel that far to be a part of it. So, you know, I, I really wanted to get out there and do it. Uh, definitely got to lean out more uh, myself. Uh, Denario's pretty much uh, set. He's, he's uh, so attuned with his body. It's crazy this year. I mean, as motivated as I am, he's even more so. So, you know, I, I still want to bring the size, but I definitely want to bring a leaner package to this one because August is going to be a busy month for me, and I don't want to start it out lacking or lacking in something. All right, then. Well, I have every confidence that it is going to be a showdown. So that will be one to see. So if you guys are going to be in the – is it in Chicago, Kaylin? If you're going to be in the Illinois area. It's going to be in Chicago. You definitely want to check that out. I don't know if you've ever been to that, uh, that school. It's a nice school, um, but it, it's it's uh, it's pretty much near the airport. I'm I'm not familiar with the directions yet, but uh, it's it's a lot going on in that region. All right, very good. So, with all that being said, how are you going to handle your prep between now and August? Um, it, I, now this is the thing. This is where life and work and everything else comes in and this is also dealing with uh, the church because we've been doing uh, fasting and not for a prep this is more for my spirit and my spiritual growth so you know we'll we'll get past those days and then I'll let you know how the prep is going to go after that because I still got to do my classes I still got to do my work and uh, there's still a lot of things going on but that was one of the things that came up and um, it has to be addressed. You know, it's like we, we, we say so many things that we're willing to do, but when it comes push comes to shove, it seems like we're lacking in finding the time to do it. You don't find the time. You make the time. You don't find the time for fitness. You make the time for fitness. You don't find the time for diet. You make the time for diet. And it, it, if it applies to our physical life, it should also apply to our spiritual life if we're truly sincere about it. What do you think of that, Dan? Nope, I totally agree. I mean, it, it is that rule of life where we make time for the things that we find most important. So when we are telling ourselves we don't have time for something or we're telling someone else we don't have time to do something, what we're really saying is that it's just not that important. And it may not be that way 100% of the time, but if I'm being honest and I look back at the things that I'm just too busy to do, 
that's kind of what it comes down to. And you do, you have to prioritize. You do have to prioritize. And I don't say that to make anyone feel bad about it, but you know, you, you, there are only so many hours in the day. So you just have to choose what has the priority in your life and what's a priority for you. And that's what it comes down to. That's about all I have to say about that. In fact, I think that's pretty much all I have tonight, Kalen Patterson. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very happy. I, I, I well I guess give gotta give a shout out to everybody at the Inferno because it was so smooth in areas that I almost forgot that I was at a show and competing. I mean, it was really it, it was really something to see when we have good people that get together to do, do good things and the outcome is almost a given. And, you know, very welcoming and how they set the format, very engaging and how they, they were doing with pitches. I mean, this is one of the most uh, – I, I think we took over 2,000 pitches at this show because everyone wanted to be a part of somebody else's story for that day. And for me, that, that's the beauty of natural bodybuilding, and that's the, the, the love and the familial bonding that happens when we talk about our fit family. It's truly a fit family because we were running into people that we definitely don't, and I don't want to leave out uh, Chris Goodman. Uh, she was, she's coming off of her surgery and she had a, 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 a client in, in the show. And it, you know, just seeing yep. people like that after so long, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful to see people giving back in that way because it's a constant, Thing where, where it's not enough to compete it, it, There's got to be something else I can do And that's when you know you have people that They're not truly setting out to be pioneers of the sport But they are because they're always looking for another way To help out and give back And I think that's what made this show so very special And you know it's always nice when you win I mean when you get a first place trophy That's always a beautiful thing But it's so much more when you can see the people you've basically grown up with in the sport and they're still a part of it, even when they're not on stage, because this, that thinks that's one of the things that the natural community lacks is the, the top name showing up just to show up. It shouldn't be because they're competing that they're going to be there. I, I remember talking to Tiyoshi Moody. He was one of our past guests and going to be our future guest too. Uh, for part two of that, that that chat we did. But when he was just showing up just because he was in the area, he wanted to be at a natural event, and he wanted to support that. Uh, Rico does an, an awful lot of that, too. I know Garino Mackey does. I know uh, Misty Weatherford, uh, Brandon Trail Stewart. They, they, they don't have any stake in the game, but they'll still be in attendance. And, and that, that means something to the athletes to be around their role models and be able to talk to them when they're not in prep mode. Because when you're in prep, it's, it's an isolated time for thinking. But when you're just basically in attendance, now you can be engaged with the people that look up to you. And, and, and that's what makes it special. You know, when they see Desiree and want to take a picture with her, when they see uh, Kaylin Patterson want to take a picture with him, you know, like I said, I, I, I posed so much at that show that I was truly sore. The next day and the day after, it seemed like a, the, the like I had done two, three workouts in a day, 
And that was simply from posing for the camera with the people that said, hey, I'd like to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a picture with you because I've seen you on social media and I've just never been this close to you as a person. That's big, whether we understand it or not. It's people remembering you, knowing you, and wanting to just have you in their life if only for a second. For natural bodybuilding, that is huge. And we need to grab hold of that and understand that it's not us that they want to be a part of. It's the industry itself that they're learning about. And if we're the doorway that brings them to health and fitness, then I say be that door and don't lock it. Beth? No. Exactly. I got got nothing to add to that. What can you add to that? I think it was just perfectly said. Unlock the door, people. Unlock the door. Uh, Snickerdoodle shout out. Uh, Snickerdoodle. Unlock the door. (laughs) On behalf of Unlock Doors Everywhere, the boys from P4P Muscle, Kaylin Patterson, the Iowa Infernal Natural Bodybuilding Championships, and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it.